Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Ohio State the other night, they were three and three and eight and you know, they, they had a sold out crowd and the student section was into it. Just this time of year you need all the energy you can get just because it's it's been a grind. It's February. Um, our fans have been great. We just we just need it's a huge two game home stand for us that can get us right back in the thick of things. Kevin Willard on the Big Bad Morning Show. Ohio State was so fired up after that win over Maryland. They fired their coach today. Uh, Maryland has lost three in a row, uh, losing in double overtime to Ohio State over the weekend. They take on Iowa tonight, a game that can be heard right here on 105.7 The Fan, beginning with pregame coverage at 7.30. And let's talk some Terps right now as we head out to the WGK Law guest hotline. Jeff Ehrman, founder of Inside Maryland Sports, joins us now. And Jeff, uh, thanks as always for joining us. Nothing to see here at Maryland three in a row and they can't hit free throws and they can't score when needed but the defense is good right <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's like that lincoln joke right but how was the play i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been one of those years you know sometimes in seasons you have stretches where none of the breaks seem to go your way or you're not getting quite what you thought you would get out of certain players and things like that but this season it's been pretty uh a pretty steady theme well, there's definitely sort of some macro level long view stuff that we want to um, get your uh, insight on. But at that granular level, have you been able to determine um, what Traore said or did not to be a part of that download? Like, it's for the first time in forever, there's an energy guy off the bench. There's an above-the-rim guy off the bench getting athletic rebounds who looks okay running the floor, and he's a plus eight while he's out there, and he's scoring and rebounding, and you're in another tight game on the road, and he doesn't play like the final 11 minutes of regulation or either either multiple overtime periods. Yeah, you know, a lot of people brought that up. I wondered about that. Um, I think it's kind of like in, in football, you know, coaches – They'll air it out, and then all of a sudden you get the get the lead, or you're in crunch time, and you start to get conservative. Uh, and my guess is that Kevin Willard got a little conservative and didn't want to play a guy who hasn't been in the rotation, who's barely been on the court all year, you know, late in a close game. But you know, I can't speak for him. That's just a theory. Uh, he did look good, you know, earlier in the season. He had he got a little bit of a run, not a ton, but uh, looked very raw, a little bit awkward, and. Didn't really look the part, but now after we saw him the other day, you know, you, you do wonder uh, if he'd played a little more, what he might, if he might look a little better right now. Jeff, what, what did you think about overall the in-game coaching by Kevin Willard in that Ohio State game? No timeouts at the end of regulation, the first overtime, and then two timeouts in second overtime, and both those possessions ended in turnovers. 
Yeah, that's been the theme for them at the end of games this year. You know, the they, uh, record now in, in games of five points uh, decided by five or less is like one in seven. Uh, you know, I think you have to go with your guy, Jameer Young, at the end of the games. You're right. He could have called a timeout, you know, drew something up. But, you know, that's that's your guy. Everybody else really I – don't, I don't really think you can put too much blame on Willard in that one, to be honest, because if you just hit a, one of those five or so free throws <laughs> late in the final minute of regulation or overtime, you win the game easily. So I thought the free throws were really what did them in. Talking to Jeff Herman, it's Inside Access here on the fan. Jeff, I I am always thinking the worst with this when things are bad like this. And tell me I'm crazy, but I just have this thought. If you think it's bad now, well, obviously Scott and Jameer are gone. What if Juju decides to either go pro or transfer? And then what if the three freshmen who can't be thrilled, uh, what if they decide to hit the portal as well? Am, am I crazy? Could you allay uh, my fears here? Well, if you're crazy, then about a million other Maryland fans are crazy, too, because everybody's kind of concerned about that scenario. You know, usually when you have a down down year like this, uh, you have some, some young guys you can look to next year. And, and this roster really doesn't have a lot of young guys. So, you know, you have to add a lot of pieces, clearly. You need to have Julian Reese back. I, I would guess he'll come back. The only reason I say I would guess is because it's the NIL and Portal era, and you never know who's going anywhere. You know, maybe if... Uh, you know, he looks at the roster and, and wants to play for a championship and mm-hmm. or doesn't feel like the roster suits him or somebody just throws a bag of cash at him. That's not specifically him, but that's just in general with any star player like him. So, uh, But I would guess that he'll be back. And then after that, obviously, you have the young guys, Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser, uh, both of whom, obviously, as everybody knows by now, have struggled this season to uh, adapt from high school to the Big Ten. And you got a few other pieces, but otherwise, you, they really need to, you know, they need to go get Derek Queen, and they need to hit for the cycle, basically, in the portal and get one of almost everything. Is it fair to wonder about their basketball operations department in general and, like, their ability to evaluate Scout and figure out how to divvy up the funds they do have? Because, like... This doesn't like this has never really looked like it fit. You know what I mean? It didn't look like it fit against Davidson, and they made a few adjustments. Yeah. And Geronimo kind of, sort of, maybe fit for like three games, but he doesn't really fit. There seem to be redundancies in a lot of places and an inability to identify pure shooters. Yeah, that's the biggest redundancy is that nobody on the team shoots it consistently, except Dante Scott. He's actually had a mm-hmm. pretty solid six weeks or so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, that's been the question everybody's asked. You know, Kevin Willard did bring in a, a shooter in Chance Stevenson from Loyola Marymount in the portal last year. Uh, probably be the best shooter on the team, but, you know, you can't say, oh, they would have done this if they had him because, he, you know, he was the sixth man at Loyola Marymount. He wasn't a sure thing to come in and make an impact. So, yeah, I think, you know, that is a good question. You know, the biggest – I think the, the clearest answer is that he believed that Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser would both be ready to be, you know, solid Big Ten starters, and that hasn't happened. And then the other thing that's really hurt them, obviously, is Ian Martinez leaving yeah. on the last day of the portal. It was huge. You know, everybody could see that he was starting to blossom last year. This year he's having a great season. Uh, Utah State, they're ranked, you know, in the AP poll out there, and he's uh, he's killing it. So that, to me, that, that was a crushing blow. I think if you add Ian Martinez to this team, I don't know if they're a tournament team, but there's a pretty good chance. 
Well, let's finish with uh, tonight, Jeff. Uh, Julian Reese, he did have a double-double against Ohio State, but not efficient. We know the turnovers and free-throw struggles. Is this the bounce-back spot against an Iowa team that he, he had a really good game against a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I don't think it could be any more of a bounce-back spot when you consider the matchup and also that he's been pretty good about that. You know, he's had he's had some clunkers, I'm sure he'd admit, you know, during the past month and a half or so. You know, still putting up great numbers, obviously, but he had the scoreless game against UCLA, uh, Purdue, and then obviously this past game, you know, the, the missed, uh, several missed layups and then the free throws at the end. But he's bounced back from those pretty consistently. He rarely has two bad games in a row, so I would think he'll play well tonight. Hey, Jeff, with, with as much as they've struggled offensively and as thin as they are, are you surprised Lamoth is getting zero run? That's a question a lot of people are asking. Uh, you know, I tend to default in those situations to it's something that the coach sees in practice that is legit because, you know, almost every time we've had, you have one of these scenarios where there's that one guy on the bench everybody wants to see and thinks the coach is crazy for not playing. Then they play and and you see why that Jonathan Lamoth obviously is, is a very good player. Uh, I think, you know, it might be a defensive thing that Willard, you know, wants him to improve on. I can't, again, can't speak for him, but, uh, it's a little surprising he's not getting more of a chance, maybe, especially with some of those guys, you know, like Noah Batchelor and, and, and everybody else really struggling to score. At what point does, like, to kind of go back to, to finish where we started with Troy not seeing, you know, meaningful minutes down the stretch, like, at what point, Jeff, do you think it has to become about, like, re-recruiting those kids or, or making the kids who at least have a chance of being here next year you know, feel like they're developing or at least you're learning more about them versus, you know, they played 50 minutes the other night and three kids, two of them who won't be here and one, maybe, maybe not, are playing 48 of the 50 minutes. Like, at what point does he have to kind of look at the future? Yeah, I mean, I think he's based on what you just said. I think he's still keeping hope alive, as (laughs) most coaches do. You know, they're the eternal optimists. We all know that it's pretty bleak. Uh, in terms of the postseason picture or even getting close to the bubble right now, to be honest. But, you know, you wonder if if it gets a couple games further and it's clear, you know, that it's not happening, barring a miracle uh, Big Ten tournament run, maybe maybe it gives younger guys a little more run. But to be honest, there's not a lot of those young building block guys that, you you know, that you want to do it with. Obviously, Kaiser and Harris Smith, and then now Treori has shown you something. But, Otherwise, you know, there's some guys who've, who've kind of struggled, and I would think, you know, as with every other year, you'll have some transfers. Jeff Ehrman, founder of Inside Maryland Sports, thanks as always for your time. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.